to this week's edition of the Relevant Podcast, coming to you a couple days early. Uh, We changed the format of the podcast to now release on Fridays of each week as opposed to Mondays. Um, If you don't know, the Relevant Podcast is the audio companion to Relevant Magazine and RelevantMagazine.com. I'm Cameron Strang, and here with me in the new and improved Relevant Studios is our editorial director, Kara Davis. Hello. Our managing editor, Tyler Clark. Hello. And the low man on the totem pole, Jesse Carey. Hi there. <laughs> the reason why... The, oh, and Flynn Atkins is man in the ones and twos. He, he gave a shout out with his finger. N- not that one. <laughs> <laughs> not that one. Pointer finger. Pointer finger. This is the new and improved Relevant Studios because we got new mics and headphones and we feel very, very snazzy. Woo-hoo. Can't you mm-hmm. tell? Oh, well, what we do in each edition of the Relevant Podcast is look at what's releasing in entertainment this week. We talk about some news and what's happening behind the scenes here at Relevant. Uh, the entertainment releases is a little different because if you heard last the last podcast, we actually handled all the movie releases that came out or are coming out today. Uh, so we're not going to mention those again because it ended up to be a 30-minute conversation. Uh, but I will tell you the new music releasing on Tuesday. Oh, there's a there's a lot of them coming out later in the month. So what we're gonna do is give you a couple coming out on Tuesday, and then preview a couple of the ones you could be looking forward to or asking for for Christmas. Uh, Rhyme Fest um, is coming out on J Records. He's actually uh, was the co-writer of Jesus Walks, Kanye West. But do not be misled. He um, it is not Jesus Walks esque material on this album. Didn't you find an interesting lyric from him, Tyler? Yeah, I was listening to some of his stuff yesterday, um, and uh, he has some line about uh, where he he talks about Jesus walks, and it's something like, uh, uh, "Jesus walked me to the Grammys. Thank you, God. Now I can sin again," or something that was kind of like mocking yes, Jesus Lord. walks. Yes, Lord. So, Amen. Uh, Madonna is coming out with confessions on a dance floor. Those, I assume, would be Kabbalah Confessions on, so. on the dance floor. Hmm. It's been kind of a controversial album because I guess she... She sucks? Well, that too. <laughs> well, I've heard that the album's actually pretty good, but it's, it's it, she, she mentions on one of the songs, um, one of the... Uh, some big Kabbalah leader um, who, I guess, true Kabbalists are pretty upset about it because they feel that she's just kind of... Uh, cashing in Cashing in, exactly On a trend, you know, trying to sell bracelets at Target I don't feel that way at all Actually, what you're referencing is mentioned in the new issue of Relevant Magazine yes, mm-hmm. Which will be shipping to subscribers uh, Actually, in about a week This week or so, um, it'll be hitting the mail So look for that little tidbit Can't wait to read it There's a new one by Young Bloods. Everybody Know Me on the face Beck Guerolito it's coming out on Interscope. I actually think I said that right. Yeah, it's. I think it's a it's a remix album yeah. that he he collaborated with. Like, uh, so it's not Guero, which is already out. Yeah. It's Guerolito. Yeah, but it's yeah. like with like the Dust Brothers and like some big time, you know, remix. Nice. Uh, Bo Bice, the real thing on RCA. The Strokes, Juice Box CDs on RCA. Uh, the first single from their album. Um, this is their first single yeah. due, and their album's due in January. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but everyone's pretty hyped up about it, even though it's getting some pretty. I've heard some some negative things about the new album. But you just said everybody's getting hyped up. Well, because it's the Strokes, but I've heard that the song is kind of 
on Strokish. <laughs> it's what, like fuel now? No, but it's not like, you know, the New York hipster thing anymore. Like it's, have you heard it, Tyler? No, I haven't. It, it's different. Where'd you hear it? LimeWire? No. <laughs> I, Corey <laughs> was downloading things illegally. And I mean, <laughs> uh, you might notice the omission of any Christian artists, and that's because they aren't releasing anything worth mentioning. But later in December, there's an album, uh, by the new one by Delirious, called The Mission Bell. And uh, they are actually interviewed in the new show, Girl Magazine. Yes, they and are. Two plugs in one thing. Wow. Uh, new one from... Oh, I'm sorry. FFH. <laughs> new one from... Fafa. Yeah. Fafa. Um, yeah, I have nothing to say about that. Rewind on CMR. Who's CMR? Those aren't coming out next week, but they'll be later in the month. And like we said, you already know about the movie releases. Get in line for Brokeback Down. <laughs> okay, so uh, that's the entertainment releasing this week. Uh, now, here's Kara Davis with our first slice. Walmart owns a company in Britain and um, spelled ASDA, ASDA. I don't know. They're yeah. Lloyd Lloyd Kinsley, our friend in London, shops there. All right. Yeah, they're they're like British WalMarts. Okay. Well, they are now selling commitment rings and a line of wedding cards, just in time for the country's legalization of gay civil partnerships. Mm. But they uh, they it's noted that Walmart is uh, particularly conservative in the states, so they probably won't carry those products over here. Commitment rings. Those crazy <laughs> Brits and their commitments. Yeah, I don't think that would really fly at Walmarts in the U.S. I don't know. They're already taking Christ out of Christmas. I don't know. I haven't really... Christmas out of the holidays. Maybe it's just the Walmarts that I've been to, but I haven't really seen that that much of the gay community presence there. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm just just saying. Not that they don't shop there, I'm sure. Or the... I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying it sounds a weird place to buy a, I really a need gay that marriage mute, ring. I really need that mute button right now for, for Jesse's mic. Hey, Flynn, go ahead and try and find me a mute button for Jesse's mic. If you donate to our podcast today, it will go towards a mute button. Please donate. Information will be at the end of the show. I, I told I'm going to be... Rep- <laughs> <laughs> Jesse got muted. <laughs> Those donations are flying in. We already got our mute button. It's a big charity drive. You shut me up. I, ha- I have to tell a story about Jesse Carey. Oh, no. he, speaking of mute, he interviewed Mute Math. <laughs> when was this? Oh, a year ago. Yeah, yeah a year ago for okay. the music edition. And, and Jesse was in like a, his, his college town yeah, at a local oh, Borders or Bar- Barnes & Noble, one of those. Where and he sees the magazine there, and he's like, "Oh, I think I'll buy a copy." So he goes and buys a copy. Goes. It was, it was the it was story. the cover story. So yes, yeah. it was. The, he wrote the cover story on New Math. So he goes to check out, and the cashier says, "Oh, what a great band! Cool magazine. Everything was so awesome, except that writer for the cover story. He didn't do them justice." <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I, it was. Ouch! <laughs> That's crazy that I they would, pointed that out. I know. It's like the thing was, man. You know, I went to school in Tulsa, Oklahoma. 
Okay, and known for its music snobbishness. Yeah, exactly, man. And and it wasn't like I was at some like hip indie record store. I was at Borders, and like I was so excited. But we uh, like Borders, so yeah, it's nothing against Borders, against that punk that was working the cash register. No, it was just like <laughs> you know, I was in college. And I was like, man, this is cool. You know, it's like a big break. It was my big break, and then it was just shattered right there. Yeah. Well, uh, my bit of news here. Um, Said so it was 25 years ago this week that uh, that John Lennon was was assassinated or was was shot in New York City. How old are um, you, Tyler? I am 24 years old. Oh, okay. Jesse, 22. Okay, so neither of you, no, nope. really, were around then. Nope, we we, we weren't. But um, his music lives on. His music lives on. <laughs> yeah, and that's actually I've been reading a lot of uh, seeing a lot of news stories lately just about. Um, Talking about how how his music really has lived on even 25 years later. So, they've had a big influence on my band, Drive Shaft. So, uh, <laughs> that was a, yeah. a loss. Uh, going back to last week. Yeah, where he, he looks like Charlie from Lost. <laughs> gotcha. And, and he's a heroin addict. Yeah. Two, two similarities. He looks like Charlie, and he's also hooked on heroin. Yeah. That's <laughs> sad. <sighs> okay, Jesse. Okay, Mel Gibson, who did. The big movie you guys may have heard of it is The Passion. <laughs> you have to explain the Passion of the Christ. Is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't really need to give a bio of Mel Gibson. <laughs> Born in Australia. Okay, so Mel Gibson is putting out a miniseries about the Holocaust, and um, as a lot of you guys probably remember, he got there was a lot of controversy last year when he put out The Passion. That two was, years ago. Yeah, when he. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's still a heated controversy two years later but about the anti-semitic um things that were in the film no or allegedly no, they, yeah allegedly there the were accusations i personally didn't yeah I, I mean considering that the christ was jewish i had a hard time seeing any anti-semitic you know things but say that word again anti-semitism <laughs> <laughs> this is just uh anti-semitism yeah. Oh, poor Jesse. I know. I'm just getting ripped into. No, he's that. from Virginia. They, that's how they say. Yeah, it. we we talk different down there. Um, <laughs> so anyway, he's he's that's doing this mini series, and critics are saying they don't they don't know if he's doing it just to kind of clear his name because he's got another movie coming out, Apocalypto, next year. And it's called Apocalypto next year. <laughs> <laughs> Apocalypto next year. No, next year. Is he trying to say the end of the world is next year? It, maybe. I, I really don't Clarify know. Clarify for our listeners that it's not called Apocalypto next no, year. No, it, it is just called Apocalypto, but it will be coming out next year. What's it about? It is... I, I it's really, a love story, really. <laughs> <laughs> we already saw that. It's called Armageddon. Yeah. Yeah, it's about yeah Bruce Willis and a team of roughneck <laughs> oil drillers. It's, <laughs> but they're all Jews. Yeah, it's and it's it's a drama, like heated drama. Um, but anyway, the point I, of your slices. So anyway, he's putting out this miniseries, and they don't know that if he, if the reason he's doing it is possibly just to clear his name, so that when he puts out his next big film, there won't be any any way that people can kind of. Kind of get him on well, if it wasn't for the controversy, most people wouldn't know about films like that. I, don't know. I just don't believe World War II happened at all. <laughs> <laughs> or the landing on the moon? Nope. nope. Or Andy Kaufman? No. Dying. He um, didn't. Okay. All right. That'll do it for Slices. Normally here, the last few weeks, you've probably noticed that we had have delved into deeper issues and we're talking a little bit more 
about some substantive topics as opposed to just glossing over the entertainment fluffy stuff. Uh, however, this week we're going to revert. And the thing that we're going to talk about this week, we're actually taking our cue from the message boards over at relevantmagazine.com. There's a thread there dedicated to a very pertinent question, and that is, what were you not allowed to watch as a child? The, uh, the big ones, the big ones on the list were obviously He-Man. Um, obviously. The Smurfs. Wait, why, why He-Man? Because He-Man is not the master of the universe. <laughs> Jesus is the master of the universe. Bingo. And the but Jesus Smurfs, didn't have a tiger. You don't know that. <laughs> he, ha- he has a, a white horse. <laughs> and the Smurfs were big. Because of the magic. Yeah, Garden And because Mal. there was 110 uh, men and only one woman. <laughs> so they were obviously living in sin. That's what I heard. Yeah, the, it, there's something inappropriate about that. Um, and Scooby. I, I do have a question of how they reproduced. The Smurfs? No, well, they don't. They're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're the cartoons. Smurfs. I don't even think we're allowed to think about that. It's true. But they all wore pants. So. My, okay, growing up, I couldn't watch The Simpsons. My parents thought it was horrible. Now when I go home, like my family all just sits around and watches The Simpsons together. Yeah. So my parents like, thought it was really dirty before they'd ever really watched it. So yeah, I, I heard, oh, oh, from my mom, oh, Bart's a brat, and they're glorifying you know, this behavior of the parents are stupid and, ki- you know, whatever. And it's just a bad family dynamic. Well, obviously, we know that's not the case, but yeah, um, that was the hype back then. The only thing I couldn't watch was MTV, VH1. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't watch that stuff either. I, I My mom actually um, went so far as to blocking the channel. Oh, yeah, mine too. And I remember in high school, we got like a new cable box and it was unblocked, but she didn't realize it. Mm-hmm. My brother and I would watch it before school. We'd have like 20 <laughs> minutes before the mm-hmm. bus came. And then I'd feel guilty all day long. Um, I have a story about, about how not being able to watch MTV almost killed a man at my house. Well, we can cut it out if we need to. But. Okay, so we weren't allowed to watch MTV, but my mom let my sister and I, who at the time I was like eight and she was ten, we came home and she wasn't there. So we watched MTV. And there, was, there were these two guys outside of our house like digging a hole like in the, like to work on plumbing stuff. And one of the guys was down in the hole and all the dirt like fell in on him, like covered him up to the mouth in dirt. And uh, so the other guy is like trying to like pull the dirt off of him so that he can breathe. And he's banging on the window, but my sister and I can't hear anything because we're inside <laughs> um, playing the devil's music. We're we're inside, we're jumping on the couch, singing along to MC Hammer's "Too Legit to Quit," <laughs> do, doing the motions. Too legit, too legit to quit. You can't see me, but I'm doing the motions right now. Um, and and so after the song was over, like you know, we heard this guy banging on the door, and we saw like this guy's getting buried alive. So we we called nine one one, and fire trucks came, and like they blocked off our house with the yellow police tape, and it was a big ordeal. But MC Hammer almost killed a guy. Hammer time. <laughs> All right, speaking of hammer time, we got a letter about Mace. Nice segue. <laughs> So, so you know, our readers like to write us letters, and uh, sometimes they just jump out. You know, obviously we run a good a good selection in the magazine, and and Tyler mocks them openly, and we appreciate it. Um, Tyler and I mock them openly, but this issue, it's all you. I didn't. Yeah. This next issue, I did not write one letter reply. It's the first time. Yeah, but mine are all positive in this one. They all all the responses are. Thanks for the encouragement. You're just affirming. Yeah, yeah. That was a swell. Letter. Thank you, thank you, brother. Well, I got one in the mail, good old snail mail today, and um, thought, well, gee, what's this? So I opened it, and I'm going to read a little passage of this letter because it's so timely. It says, "Dear relevant, I know that this may seem rather outdated. Good way to start a letter." 
but I would still like to take a shot at getting an answer. I was going through my old magazine stack when I came across your November 2004 issue with the article titled Louder Than Words, covering the resurgence of ex-Puffy protege Mace. You know, so at least it's within a year of yeah. the of the issue. We like to have timely letters. I began to reread the article, and I began wondering if Mace is sincere in his efforts to advance the Christian culture on a more mainstream level. I had to read the story once when I was first purchased a magazine. I must say I was impressed with the way Mace seemed to be so on fire for God in spreading the gospel. After reading the article, I was intrigued to find out if Mace had changed his ways and the type of music he was making. I must say that after purchasing the album and listening to it numerous times over the course of last year, I didn't really hear much of a difference. Now, granted, there were more shout-outs to God, and sure, there was no profanity, degrading of women, or advocating of drugs and alcohol. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to reread these last two sentences for you. Um, you know, of course, I didn't really hear much of a difference. Then he says, now, granted, there was more shout-outs to God, and sure, there were no profanity, degrading of women, or advocating of drugs and alcohol. But there was still that style of rap that Mace was so well known for in the late 90s seems to me that Mace may have left out many of the negative aspects of the rap world, but it's still driven by money and having expensive things. And he wraps it up. Well, first of all, he's he's listened to it numerous times over the last year. Um, what made this guy just all of a sudden sit down and write this letter? Yeah. Here's a he ends up by saying, issue. is this a way he's trying to... Um, I would like to know if you at Relevant believe that this is just a way to tie into the audience that Mace is trying to reach, or just another avenue that he is trying to use to fatten his pocketbook. I can't get the guy's point. He says, I'm, I'm bothered that there's no difference in his music, but he's not cursing, talking about women, uh, or advocating drugs or alcohol. And he's even more And he's more to, to God. But there's no difference because he still sounds in the same style of and rap. It, it seems like there, she has something again against like monetary success for musicians. Yeah, because I guess because Mace released the album and probably made money from it, then, then therefore there's no change in his music. Um, do you think maybe they just forgot to mention the whole fact that they heard he signed with G Unit now? I don't. Well, no, this I'm, is just talking about the last album. Because no, I, I understand he, now. He's going back. Yeah, I have a lot base. of questions. Personally. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Now like, it's totally different. What I yeah. thought was funny was this was completely about his last album. But yeah, now there's a lot of stuff being talked about about Mace that's uh, question marks. I'm gonna give. I'm giving the benefit of doubt. I just thought it was a really funny letter. It is. Normally, we get better letters. No offense uh, to the uh, writer of this letter. A lot of the feedback that we get, you know, when I'm on the website all day and I read some of the comments on the stories, it's really. So that's what you do all day. Yeah, I just sit there. I actually put comments now, but it's some of it is really shocking. But that people can, like, they're. Like I've read before, where they they look at the name of the author, author and are like, "Hey, so and so, you're a terrible writer," you and are like making personal comments against like a writer, and it, and most of the time it's on like either like it's like pop culture reviews, like movie reviews, album reviews, and it it gets out of, like I can't believe yeah. that someone sits there and after reading a review that they don't agree with will just personally insult, and like I have to go in and edit like. Like, people get heated, you know what I mean? Well, one of the things, I mean, that's interesting. One of the things that we're going to do on the website that people don't know about is uh, in the next month or so um, to post comments on anything. Like, to interact with the website at all, to post ParaQuest, post article comments. Um, There's some new features rolling out that, that will have more interactivity. To interact with the website, you'll have to register. And so all of your comments will be there with your username 
and they will be tied to you and people can click on your name and send you a private message. So I really, you know, the anonymity of the comments where I can just be some anonymous poster saying, hey, you suck, writer, da 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 yeah. I think that's going to completely or very significant, I was going to say completely go away or significantly lessen because now it's me, you know, yeah. and, I'm, and, and now like my username is there for the world to see. I can't really do an anonymity anymore. Yeah, it's like we have no problem with, uh, with criticism. Like if you want to criticize us for anything, that's, that's great. It makes us better. But like some stuff just so better. <laughs> yeah, um, camera doesn't have very thick skin. Um, <clears throat> but like some stuff on is just mean spirited. It's just nasty, mean stuff. And and I mean there are people. You know I can sit here in the podcast and take it. You know I will cry tonight. But <laughs> but you still cash your check <laughs> twice a month. <laughs> exactly. But I mean it's just like there, there's no need to be like mean spirited. You know mm. what I mean? It's well, really surprising. I mean this is like. It's like people are going to relevantmagazine.com. They they know it's a Christian website, you know, and they're like, oh, let's let's tear people to shreds on there, you know. Relevantmagazine.com is an online community. We've placed this platform here where our readers can be the writers, and it's supposed to be, you know, a community atmosphere, interactive for the readers. So, I mean, for readers just to be, you know, downing each other isn't very productive. Yeah. One of the interesting dynamics that's developed in the last few weeks has been um, as Relevant TV has grown and that page has grown and there's more and more people voting now. Now there's a lot more comments being posted on the, on the Relevant TV page on the website and the comments are actually somewhat interesting because uh, this week for the first time we got started getting comments about where's the Christian music? You guys need more Christian artists and then people started talking about the philosophical aspects of good art positive art and christian only art and just so really interesting things start and then it just regressed into mailing and sons of disaster sucks i mean that's pretty much where it ended but uh, for a while there we had a pretty good little discussion going on and uh both sides of the viewpoint were being shown it was pretty interesting cool i read one that was from a, a youth pastor he's like you know i tell my youth to go to your site and i was watching your videos today and I'm, I don't know if I can do that anymore. And then you see like three posts later. It's like, I'm sorry about that. I just poked around the rest of the site and it's pretty good. So I'm going to continue sending youth there. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, thanks for... <laughs> those Those people always scare me because we've never, ever said that RelevantMagazine.com, RelevantMagazine, anything we do is for you. Um, now, if you're 16 and listening to this, I, you know, that's cool. I mean, if Relevant is for you, I'm glad you enjoy it and you get it. We've never, ever targeted teenagers, ever. Um, one of the things we want to do is challenge worldviews and challenge stereotypes and, and challenge you to think for yourself. When you're a teenager, your worldview really isn't even formed yet. It's being formed. And and the input of your parents and your pastors and stuff is so key to forming how you view God, how you view the world, what your standards are. Um, what we kind of want to do is talk to you after that when now you're in college and 20s and you're thinking about stuff all over again and we want to kind of help you like strip it down to its core and think about things for yourself you know but you need that foundational time where you know it's kind of kind of godly standards are drilled into you before we can now go and strip all that down and challenge you and so it's like I don't ever say relevance for teenagers ever because you know I don't I don't want to be responsible for um, having to filter what we say or what we cover or what we do to a teenage worldview, I, you know what we we leave it all out there. We don't we ask a lot of hard questions. We don't always come up with easy answers. 
And, you know, uh, I don't want to be responsible, really, be responsible for a teenager getting off course because it's something they read and relevant, didn't have the maturity to understand the context that it was presented in. And they go and tell their parents, well, Relevant says that I can listen to so-and-so, and Relevant says that I should go and see so-and-so. You know, it's just not, they're not at that maturity level yet. And so, I mean, again, if you're 17 and you're mature, hey, and you get Relevant and if ministers to you or what it challenges you, that's great. But we will never, ever market to a teenage audience, write to a teenage audience. That's just not who we're after. That's not who we are. There's a lot of teen magazines out there and they can rebuild. But anyway. Well said. You know, so it, it, all that to say, it scares me when a youth pastor's out there going, oh, wait a second, this isn't holy for my youth group. Well, yeah. no, don't. Don't send your youth. I don't want that responsibility. That's your yeah. job, you know? Yeah. Anyway. We're not extreme enough. <laughs> we don't. Exactly. There, there are other websites for them. Um, like, like uh, what, Brio? <laughs> Brio.com? I, I really, I've never been there, but I've I heard really it. don't know. Anyway, uh, that yeah. said... Uh, see what's uh, up this week here at Relevant. Some pretty good items in the Relevant world this week. Um, actually, on Monday, uh, you need to make your way over to RelevantMagazine.com because there's a neat little doodad happening. Uh, the Some of the Relevant staff is competing in decorating their doors, their office doors this year, in a Christmas motif. Uh, but all the doors are themed around a uh, Christmas movie. Some examples would be Christmas Story, Elf, things like that. And on Monday morning, some of the staffers are coming in over the weekend, doing their doors. And on Monday morning, the staff will vote, but also we're we're putting the photos online. And we want you, our readers, to vote for the winner, the best Christmas door. We're not putting the names up there, so you really have to vote not for your favorite person, but for your favorite door. The winner of the votes is going to win a very significant prize. The staff doesn't know what it is yet. Um, At the next podcast, we'll tell you what it is. So it's very important that you guys make your way over there and vote for the best door. They get ownership of relevant. It's like that, uh, <laughs> like that Richard Branson reality show. Yes, <laughs> you get to be the president for one year. No, no, <laughs> I would be sad. Okay. Um, oh, and one other thing. Speaking of the website, if you want to get to know your relevant staff better, right now everyone is filling out little surveys about quirky things about their personality. So check back. It should be up in the next week, week and a half. Yeah, it'll be over on the staff page. Uh, just click under miscellaneous, I think, yeah. and staff. And uh, when you click on our picture, a little uh, little survey, about, a little bit more about Tyler Clark pops up. A lot more about Tyler Clark. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, um, a, a cool thing um, that's going on, uh, it's not really relevant news, but they're friends of ours, so we're going to mention it. Uh, the guys over at Bloodwater Mission, um, Jars of Clay, who uh, Dan Hastein and some of the guys are behind Bloodwater, when they performed at the Live 8 concert, benefit concert this past summer, they had a guitar with them, a brand new guitar, and they had it signed by a bunch of the bands, the entire Dave Matthews band, the Fugees, a bunch of bunch of other artists um, signed this guitar, and they put it on eBay, auctioning it on eBay right now, um, and the proceeds, 100% of the proceeds will go to support Bloodwater Mission, who um, go check out their websites, bloodwatermission.org. Uh, they provide clean water and blood for Africa. Anyway, the guitar is really cool. Uh, the the auction closes on Monday morning at 10 a.m. Um, what's the date on Monday? I don't know. The 12th. So Monday the 12th at 10 a.m. is when the bidding closes. So if you hear this before then, make your way over to eBay and check it out. Um, relevant uh, intern alert. If you want to intern here at Relevant in the spring or summer, hit us up. 
Uh, we don't need any editorial ones in the spring, but um, um, marketing, um, business, and design, and sales are all possibilities. If you're interested in interning, hit up uh, Maya, M-A-Y-A, at relevantmediagroup.com and, uh, to get more information. And last but definitely not least, Jesse and I have a little bit of news. We went to the Orlando Magic and um, San Antonio Spurs That's game right. a couple nights ago. And the Magic got absolutely routed because, you know, Steve Francis, Grant Hill, and Keon Dooling were all injured. They didn't play. Sitting on the bench. Wearing sitting on suits. the bench. Mm. You know, two all-stars sitting on the bench. So, of course, you're not going to beat the World Champions. With, within earshot of us. Yeah, our seats were right behind the Magic bench about uh, well, row G. So, however many letters up that is. So, we're pretty close. Definitely I, within earshot. I like to think that the entire game we were building a rapport with them. You know, yeah. <laughs> we, we got acknowledged a few times, mainly with scowls and kind of looks of shut up. But, <laughs> but we were giving them construction of criticism we were we were um helping them that's you right know, feel inspired to play their best we're mentally dismantling tim duncan we were trying <laughs> when, when duncan would be at the free throw line on our end of the court um i i, I would stand up and it would be dead quiet because we were just getting blown out so it's dead quiet and uh, he's in there concentrating and i'll go hey tim hey tim and he would look and he'd be like who's calling me by my first name yeah first name <laughs> A friend of mine must be get, trying to get my attention. Oh, no, wow. it didn't work. Anyway, so <laughs> halfway through the third quarter, we were yelling at Grant Hill sitting on the bench, Grant, we need you. Grant, when you're coming back, Grant, go suit up. Come on, Grant, Grant, Grant. So about halfway through the third quarter, he walks into the tunnel right right towards us. And we stand up, <laughs> just and I stand up and scream to him, are you going to suit up? <laughs> and, um, and I guess he thought that we were saying, when you come back again? Because we were kind of riding him. And he looks right at Jesse and me, and he goes, one week. Hey, that is an exclusive, relevant interview. Aww. Put those in quotes. That's an NBA legend. And then one, one week, he said. <laughs> right there. That's, That's a awesome. cover story. One but, week, he told Relevant Magazine. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right there. We have a scoop. So I thought we had a scoop, and I was going to email the Orlando Sentinel and tell him the interview that yeah, we had with yeah. And they... Um, they ran the same story. Uh-huh. So apparently he told other people that uh, night that he was coming but back. But I can Media guarantee whore. you no one else got a piece of NBA memorabilia that I got my hands on that night. Um, Jameer Nelson, who was playing point guard. Yeah, he was the college player of the year two years at St. Joe's, uh, two years ago at St. Joe's. And now he's a, the backup point guard for the Magic, who was starting that night because Francis was out. And, you know, he's having a tough game, and I can tell. You know, I used to... <laughs> I used to be somewhat of an athlete myself, so I can read these things. Oh, man. And I saw him coming off the court, discouraged, and, you know, I was like, it's all right, you know, and just kind of, he looked up at me. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys ever seen him, but he's he's pretty flamboyant. He's got a lot of tattoos. Um, it's not flamboyant. You well, know, I mean, his, his a style. Word. Not like in a shop yeah. at Walmart. <laughs> he, looks, he looks like <laughs> a thug. <laughs> not like, yeah, a commitment ring way. But... <laughs> Something that happened surprised me. He was wearing uh, black, like kind of like the Livestrong, like little rubber bracelets. Yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking, man, that's something really cool. Like he's probably supporting like the, oh, no. the dopest calls ever. And so he looks up and he flicks one to me. No. Yeah, and, he takes it off and throws it at Jesse. And so I, I it Maybe falls on the floor. Maybe he wants a commitment ring. <laughs> I falls on the floor and I'm like, no way, I got his bracelet. Wow. So I look at it and it's black, and the only thing it says on it is Smash Mouth. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm like, hey, now we're an all-star Smash Mouth, and <laughs> I don't know what it means. Yeah, it, wow, it, 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 was, it was dumbfounding. It really was. And uh, now, where is it? 
It is hanging. It's on, on eBay. The, <laughs> it's being auctioned off. We'll with, all sign it. Yeah, with a guitar. Um, <laughs> it's a bonus. No, it's it's on the, the little cork board next to my desk. Yeah, Smash Mouth. It wait- inspires them all day, every day. <laughs> I'm waiting to get my glass case, my memorabilia case, <laughs> come in. So. And now, here's our jingle for the editorial question of the week. Editorial question of the week. We want you guys to go online and vote for the best door. So that's not really a question. It's more of a command. <laughs> vote for Will me. you please? <laughs> Tyler, what's your idea? What are you going to do? I can't tell that. It'll give it away. Oh, that's All true. I'm saying is it'll be awesome. I, I, I'm stoked because I feel like I got some seriously prime real estate with my door. And he, he has, took he it straight from me. I told him what door I wanted. And well, here, here's the deal. Not everyone has a door here in the office. It's a very open office layout. Yeah. There's only 15 doors, and we have like 24 staffers. So, And here's my problem. Um, <laughs> one of my problems. Um, I started talking a lot of smack last week and started making some pretty bold claims about my door <laughs> before I'd really figured out what I was going to do or how I was going to do it. Um, so now there's... Uh, See, he's used to coming up with great ideas and then assigning writers to go do them. Mm-hmm. And so he's coming up with great ideas, forgetting that he can't assign it to anybody. Or like uh, uh, like telling the designers, hey, I have this idea. And then the designers make it look awesome. I'm like, oh, wait, no, I've got to make it look awesome. No, I think Kyle's been going home every night this week working on his I door. I promise you he has. I promise you. All, all I'm saying, mine may or may not dispense eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not tell Kyle, but we'll see Monday morning now, won't we? So, yeah, definitely. Editorial question of the week. Go online and vote for your favorite door. That that may or may not dispense that. What's your favorite door? That's a question. There it is. Yeah, there you go. What's What's your favorite favorite door? door? All right, and that'll do it for this week's extremely long edition of The Relevant Podcast. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Kara Davis. I'm Tyler Clark. I'm Jesse Carey. We'll see you next week. Relevant Podcast, anytime, anywhere.